Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time now to go beyond the headlines. And for the next two hours, go where every sports fan wants to go. Behind the scenes and into the practice facilities, locker rooms, coaches' offices, and press boxes to get the info before anyone else. This is the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Hey, it's party time. Let's go party. Let's go party. One of those weird days where, like, the show just doesn't quite start right. Okay. And, like, I've got I've got the wrong button turned on and the wrong thing turned down. And I'm telling you, it's like on a keyboard when you put your fingers in the wrong place to start and you're not paying attention and you just start typing. That's what happens. If I hit one wrong button and I start because there's just a little pattern to the buttons I have to hit. Okay. When I hit the wrong one first, it messes up my whole flow. Oh. Yeah, man. So it's all good. We're back. We're here. I'm Kyle. That's James. We've got a bunch of stuff to get in. One of those weird days where like the Kings didn't play and it's a Thursday. We got the Raiders tonight, but uh, Friday is our big NFL day really on this uh, on this program. And there's still so much to to get into. Like I was worried jumping into the rundown last night. We're well, good to go. It's like your favorite day of the week though. It is my favorite day of the week, no doubt, but that has nothing to do with the show. Okay. That is not that is not show related. Uh, speaking of the Raiders, I want to let everybody know tonight you can listen to the Raiders and Chargers at 4.45 p.m. right here on this very radio station. Our buddy Scott Goldbranson from the Silver and Black Today and Odyssey original podcast talking all things Raiders. He will be joining us at 10.30. Okay. Raiders Chargers tonight at 4.45. Uh, we'll have some 49ers Cardinals stuff for you. Is it a trap game for the Niners to talk about all of that? But before we get into all the local things that matter, and of course the Kings in action tonight at home, beginning a six-game homestand, they will take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. I almost said Jacksonville Jaguars. That's wild. That was the first thing that came into my head, was to say <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. I have no idea why. Okay. Before we get into all that, the Giannis Pacers... Game ball controversy that swept the nation last night. I think it's still sweeping the nation, Kyle. It's perfect. It's, it's everything I ever want in a sports story. So Giannis, if you missed it. This is wild. Giannis Antetokounmpo in Indiana last night goes for 64 points in a Bucks win over the Pacers. That is a career high for Giannis. He went 20 of 28 from the field. He had a career high 64. That is a Milwaukee Bucks franchise record. 64 points. Well, at the same time that Giannis was punching his career high, um, Pacers rookie Oscar Shibwe 
had his career high with one point. It was his first official NBA point. He took the game ball. The Pacers took that game ball and said, Oscar, this is for you. Congratulations on your first NBA, not points, point. 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 But that's free throw. That's that is how it should be. Like every player who like I've been in the locker room when, you know, there's a little glass case that that's handed to Chima Moneki when he mm-hmm. got his first NBA points. Yeah. Like Jordan Ford, he got the game ball. Right. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Giannis loses his mind over this. Like arguing with people running down the tunnel while people are trying to hold him back, running down the tunnel toward the Pacers locker room to retrieve that game ball. And then he got asked about it in his presser and he's all mad about it. And he's like, I got to know they gave me a ball, but it doesn't feel like the game ball. It's still going to go up on my mom's mantle, but I don't think it's the game ball. He Re- shouldn't know what that game ball feels like. He took 32 free throws. <laughs> it's like <laughs> took 28 shots. He knows what that, I mean, the ball smells like Giannis. <laughs> like, like, come like on this is not my cologne this is not my cologne yeah so i was honestly i am so here even if so what makes this even funnier is that oscar shibway that was not his first points in the nba no you heard me say official point that's because he scored in the in-season tournament finale but that game didn't count toward official statistics if you score 100 points in that game, it doesn't count. It doesn't go on your season total. He scored a point in that game for his first NBA points, but it didn't count. Ergo, this point last night in a game where they got blown out and he was playing in garbage time and hit a free throw, that is his first official point. He gets the game ball. Giannis does not. Giannis got a ball. Not the official game ball, though. I love it. Well, I'm so here for it. I the Pacers. What, what do the Pacers owe Giannis here? Absolutely nothing. I'm here for it. Even if they're just being petty. Even if they gave Shibway the ball from from the in-season tournament win, which I doubt, because that's like that's going to the Basketball Hall of Fame, I'm sure. But even if they had done that, like, that, give it to him. Give him the game ball. You're at home. This is your home court. Yeah. You do with the ball what you want. And that guy over there, he's a winner. Yeah, they have no they have no obligation to Giannis. They have no obligation to Giannis. He'll score sixty four again. Yeah, he's gonna be fine. He'll be perfectly fine. And I, I I'm a winner. Yeah, you are Giannis, and that's why this doesn't. I'm shocked. I'm honestly. It's, this is this is two athletes in in as many weeks that I have a I have a ton of reverence for, and Patrick Mahomes and Giannis Antetokounmpo like disproportionately freaking out over a thing that just feels like logical. Yeah. <laughs> I found Does it humorous like the whole time. It like I believe it's Bobby Bonds, right? Bobby Bonds, Barry Bonds' father. There was a game and like looking it up, I believe it's the 1973 season where he hit a home run, right? Mm-hmm. And then the game gets suspended due to weather, and it and then the game doesn't get replayed, and it hadn't reached the fifth inning, so. They go back and they they actually either they replayed the entire game or it didn't get replayed, right? Mm-hmm. So that that home run came off the board, and he finishes that season with thirty nine homers and forty three stolen bases, and would have been the first forty forty guy ever, if I'm not mistaken. And so that's what this like Shibway's one point that had happened before 
was this magical point that doesn't ever count. So, hey, man, I'm okay with this guy getting his getting the game ball. I am too, man. I don't like I said. It, I'm I'm very much of the mind here that now if this was if this was in Milwaukee, and the Pacers just grabbed that ball and ran with it. Oh yeah. Oh no. Like okay. I don't I don't love that. It's funny, but I don't love that. I'm gonna side with Giannis. But it's a like you. This is scoring 64. It's his career high. It's a Bucks franchise record. Incredible, right? Yep. It's amazing. But get a plaque. Get some kind of put your shoes or your jersey in a frame, and call it good. That's what. That's it. That's what you have an do. NBA trophy. You have an MVP trophy. You've got. You have all these accolades, and this ball that you're gonna. And I get he's gonna give it to mom. She's gonna display it on her mantle. It would look even better if it was his jersey though. Does or his, his shoes in a like, shadow box. Or does something. his mom have like the biggest mantle ever? Because you just see like their houses like. One wall is like forty foot long fireplace with mm. the longest mantle ever. <laughs> I mean, I, that's like I'm wondering because that dude has a lot of accolades. <laughs> He's got a lot so of he, accolades, and his mom. If, if that's going on her mantle, I need to see the size of this mantle. Talking to your talking to your realtor, like what what are you looking for in a home? A mantle. A really, okay, just a mantle. No, no, no. You don't understand. A really big mantle. I need a room sized mantle. Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean if you had a mantle that big then you could do like like 4 foot wide stockings mm-hmm. because you have giant giant Oh yeah, children. for sure. All of <laughs> all of the Antetokounmpo boys. And plus like just to put Antetokounmpo on a stocking like to embroider it or right. Giannis or uh, uh, the Greek Nas- freak. Yeah, like like it like you you have you really you need, need a lot of you need a lot of room. A lot of surface area. So this this has got to be the biggest mantle of all time. I need to see this mantle. Uh, Oscar Shibway. Good for Shibway. Yeah, big time, big Oscar Shibway guy. Now just 39,233 points behind LeBron James for the he'll most get, points he'll get all there. time. He'll get there. One game at a time, baby. One, <laughs> one, one game at a time. He's robbed of a point. One step at a time. Robbed of a point in the yeah. in-season tournament. No, I just, there's there's NBA drama that I can't stand. There's, I, I that I don't, I don't rock with. The, for, here, this is a good example. Clay Thompson gets punked by Devin Booker last year in Phoenix. And as he's walking off the court after getting tossed, holding up the four, when I got four rings, I got four rings. Like, that's trash. That's lame. I don't love that drama. That's no. not fun drama. That's no. stupid. This is elite drama. <laughs> Kyle's here for no, the elite I am. drama. I am. No, he, it, he doesn't want to see Clay Thompson with his resting B face over on the bench. Yeah, no, it's that's stupid. Like that is not that is not a viable. You are getting your ass whooped. Your four titles, like Devin Booker said after that game, he was like, and he does have those. Yep, it's like yeah, that that's right. It, 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 it's, what a stupid thing for Clay to do. Like he's getting his ass busted. And he even said he even said uh, this summer he was like, yeah, I was just mad because I was getting smoked. So great, okay, but that's why I hate. This is the NBA drama I'm here for. You're here for it. the little pettiness, the little uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Tweeting a cat in the hat Photoshop that says the cap on this app after the game. Like it's unbelievable. I just I'm here for all of that. Yeah. That's the kind of NBA drama I'm here for. And okay. when I saw that happening last night and I saw the videos and I saw people with earnest takes about it, because at the end it, at the end of all of this, it's a ball. It doesn't matter at all. Uh, is now, I'm with you. Is Giannis gonna have Oscar Shibway beef now? 
Oh, is he's going to try to dunk on uh, on Shibway every time he sees him. Shibway's going to be on the end of the bench. <laughs> he's just, he's just going to go over and try to dunk on him from the bench. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. Right. Yeah, I love it. Draymond Green is suspended indefinitely. Uh, John Morant is going to come back soon. We'll talk about what that means for the Kings. I want to have a big picture discussion about the West with the Kings playing the Thunder tonight. We'll dive into the Draymond indefinite suspension stuff. We have 49ers Cardinals to get to. Tons coming up, plus 11 o'clock again 11 on the dot. Oh, yeah. I thought that worked great yesterday. I think so, too. We're giving away a PlayStation 5. It's a Jiffy Loop Christmas, Kyle. A Jiffy Loop Christmas. Jiffy Loop dropped off five PlayStation 5s. We've given away three of them. Today, we're giving away a fourth. We're running out of them. It's sad. 916-909-1320 is the phone number. 11 o'clock. I'm going to freeze the phones. I'm going to lock them up just before 11. But if you want to call and you want to talk about the Giannis drama, or you want to talk about Draymond suspension, or King's your, Thunder. Your Starbucks order while you're in line. My Starbucks order, you know, or your Starbucks order if you're in a drive-thru and you just want to, you know, have us chat with the drive-thru person. That's right. 916-909-1320 is the number. Uh, 11 o'clock, we'll be doing a PS5 giveaway. Plenty more coming up right here on The Insider, sponsored by Jiffy Lou here on ESPN 1320 Sacramento Sports Leader. It's time now to go beyond the headlines. And for the next two hours, go where every sports fan wants to go. Behind the scenes and into the practice facilities, locker rooms, coaches' offices, and press boxes to get the info before anyone else. This is the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Hey, welcome in. Happy Thursday, everybody. This show is off to a rip-roaring start. I'm Kyle. That's James. Can you believe what the Pacers did last night in Milwaukee to Giannis? After his franchise record 64 points at Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee, and the Pacers have the gall, nay the audacity, to take that ball for themselves for some cat named Oscar Shibway who didn't even score his first official who didn't even score his first NBA point. It was his first official point because his first point came in the in-season tournament final, so it did not count towards his stats. He gets a free throw last night and a blowout win for Milwaukee where Giannis had the offensive game of his life, 64 points, a franchise record at his home building, and the Pacers have the audacity to take that ball away from him. I cannot I cannot put up with this from the Indiana Pacers organization. I have been a fan of what they're doing. I have been a fan of what they're building. But after this crap that they pulled last night, I can no longer support an organization that's going to do that. Kyle, this was supposed to go on Giannis's mom's mantle. This ball was set for this small, tiny mantle in her home. <laughs> She has, everybody knows she has the world's smallest fireplace mantle. It has room for one basketball. And he said, when, when they bought that house, when she bought that house, he said, mom, I'm going to score 64 one, one night. One day I'm going to, I'm going to set the Bucks franchise record for points. And that basketball from that game, that specific basketball, not just any ball, the ball that I put through the hoop. To the tune of 64 points. Most points ever without a three-pointer made since the three-point line became a thing. I'm gonna put that's gonna go on your mantle. And Oscar Shibway had the had the nerve to rob him of that. Now she has some generic ass spalding sitting up there. Is it still spalding? I I don't think well, maybe Kyle. Uh, it's either that or Wilson. 
Oh my right. gosh. I don't know how we just reset the show, but it happened. No, we did it. This is radio, Kyle. Every 12 minutes, we reset. Yeah, no, that's what we're going to do. We're just going to pull the coward. Yeah, we're just going to, we're really going to like uh, Groundhog Day this whole entire show. Every single segment will be about Giannis Antetokounmpo not getting the official game ball when he scores 64 <laughs> from his home court in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Somebody absconded with the ball. There was like an attempted fight on the fo- the floor to go get the ball. I mean, it was dogs, cats living together. It was chaos, Kyle. <laughs> it was chaos. I can't believe this has happened to us. If you're confused. <laughs> As the chatty house so nicely pointed out at youtube.com slash ESPN1320, I was under the impression, because I can't read, that the Pacers were at home last night, which changed my entire thought. Ergo, since that's what we opened the show with, we reopened the show and adjusted the take according. I think it's spectacular. Yeah. Like I'm I'm in here in tears, Kyle. Like yeah. I need I need a tissue. Like it could be the Santa hat like is poking me in the eye. I don't know, but Yeah, you gotta your Santa hat is much longer than mine. <laughs> Anyways. Facts. Lazy save Facts. us. Thanks, everybody. We now what's can reset on, the show again. Hey, what's up, Lazy? Yo, what's good with my two brothers? Hey, I just wanted to call in today and uh, get your thoughts on the East. Uh, where do you guys think the Pacers rank in the East, like if you had a power ranking? I feel like the whole drama last night was really from the Bucks, maybe mad about the whole tournament, uh, mad how the Pacers played so good against them. Uh, even though they won last night. Uh, what do you guys think of the Pacers' rank? Also, quick question, what do you think about the Bucks coach, Adrian Griffin? He's already had issues with Terry Stotts. We saw Bobby have issues with them. Giannis has had blown-ups with him. Where do you think the Bucks are going to go? Because I don't, I don't really think he's a good coach. He has too much drama. And just want to get your thoughts on the East in general. My man. Thanks, Lizzie. With Adrian Griffin, the whole Terry Stotts thing won – Number two, him changing the way they play defense. I don't know if anybody's followed that, but basically he changed the way that they play coverages on defense, and they were awful. And it led the players to go to Adrian Griffin and say, we need to scrap this and go back to what we were doing. Yeah, we need Mike Buttonholzer back. Can you bring him back? Yeah, we're just going to go back to what we're doing. And then after they lost in the in-season tournament, Bobby Portis cut off Adrian Griffin in the middle of his his post-game speech or address to the team and said, we, you need to call more stuff. We need to be more organized. Da, 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 da. And then Giannis in his postgame presser was like, we need to be more organized. Like all this points to the head coach. And for me with Milwaukee, like the Giannis Dame thing should work. And it, it does on some nights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last night, Giannis, they're going to combine for 85 points or whatever it was. But I don't, as, as long as there's that friction between head coach and players, that's the kind of team that I don't trust in a seven game series to like they can figure it out if they're if they're a two seed and they're playing a seven seed. They're seventeen and seven. They're second seed in the West in yeah. the Eastern Conference. Yeah, they're not bad, but if you have beef with your if your players have beef with your head coach over a seven game series and over two or three or four series, I don't trust it. Yeah, I'm also gonna say that any coach that allows another team to steal a game ball when your player has 64. Any coach that allows that to happen. That's a great point. He needs to be yeah. you know, dealt with swiftly. Yeah, um, yeah look, I, I think this was a strange hire when it happened. Um, just because Adrian Griffin hadn't been a head coach. He's been an assistant for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you're taking a, a team that that realistically, they had a great coach who got them you know, over the hump once, but mm-hmm. couldn't do it again. And 
you took an inexperienced coach and put him in a situation where I, I just don't know that he can win. And, you know, like in this situation, like he wants to do things his way. You didn't bring in a new coach to run things the exact same way that they were before. Right. You brought in a new coach because you couldn't get back to the promised land. Right. And so, again, there's going to be some some hard times. And, and at the end of the day, I think you get through it. But if not, like Adrian Griffin's playing himself out out of a job really quickly. Yeah. Coaching himself out of a job. And like Kyle, if you coach yourself out of this job, there yikes this is not going to be <laughs> one of those recycler things that's going to be like oh no yeah. you weren't flexible enough to work with a team that was veteran and that had championship potential and has a you know two-time mvp like and a great uh, another hall of famer so this is what i will this is what i will say on the bucks they're what is it 17 and 7 they have the third highest offensive rating in the league but that defensive rating is the big question for me. They're 23rd in defensive rating. And I think they're 8th in, in overall net rating. Uh, yeah, they're 8th. Behind Houston, the Clippers, the Magic, the Timberwolves, the Thunder, the Celtics, and the Sixers. So, I'm going with them where I'm at with Sacramento. Where, call me in February. Yeah. I don't. Maybe they figure this out. And maybe they continue winning at a really high clip. And their defense is better because I'm not judging that if they go win 58 games, okay, awesome. But if you're losing in the first round again <laughs> to a seven or eight seed, like they did last year, that's an issue. Like that's a, it's a pretty significant problem. It's a big reason that coach Buddenholzer got fired. So that's the way I'm looking. So I'm not ready to punt on Adrian Griffin just yet, but the early signs aren't great. And let's see where they're at in February. Yeah. And I, you know, again, didn't Joe Mazzula have issues in Boston? Mm -hmm. Like, and that that worked out just fine. Yeah, they were they were like sub five hundred in January the year they went to the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a a lot of like, hey, what's going on here? So, um, yeah. The other the other thing we were gonna get to in this segment, which we really haven't, is this Draymond Green thing. I'm gonna ask you, Kyle. Do you think the league has this rule where they can that was only email? That wasn't Joe Mazzula. I'm sorry. Go on. Is is it possible that? Um, the league has a rule where they can only have one guy on indefinite suspension at, at a time. It's like your IR and your fantasy team. And so they're going to have to move jaw off the indefinite suspension list to move Draymond. Was it, isn't, isn't jaw like, didn't he have a hard 25 game suspension? Well, yeah, but if, if initially it was indefinite. Yeah. But then they gave him a number eventually. Well, I'm still waiting for the number for Draymond. <laughs> All right, Kyle. I don't know if we're going to get one. This hard reset. And our show. Scott Branson coming up. I want to dig into the Draymond indefinite suspension thing. Yeah. Because oh, I'm yes. so, it's I love it. Incredible. Uh, incredible yeah. work by the league. I have so many thoughts on it, and I'm sure you do too. 916-909-1320. That's the number. Scott Branson of Silver and Black Today. That is an Odyssey original podcast talking all things Las Vegas Raiders. We will chat with him about the Raiders game tonight against the Los Angeles Chargers, which you can listen to right here on ESPN 1324-45 is when coverage begins. Raiders coming up next. Some Draymond suspension coming up next. We also got some kings to get to as well. We'll be back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen, brought to you by Jiffy Loop on ESPN 1320. Hey, welcome back in. I'm Kyle, that's James. I almost did the thing. God, dude, I need I need a day off bad. Kyle, you can do it. Your boy is struggling <laughs> through the first half today. I got a couple turnovers. You can do it, I'm Kyle. 0 for, I'm 0 for 8 from the field. <laughs> this is tough. This is ESPN 1320, where the insiders were sponsored by Jiffy Lube. He's James, I'm Kyle. Joining us now, Scott Colbranson of Silver and Black Today. It's an Odyssey original podcast talking all things Las Vegas Raiders. And Scott, uh, I need to, I'm sorry to bring this up. (laughs) Well, wait, 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 Kyle, first though. You guys are talking about struggling a little bit this morning. You know, Jiffy Lube is your sponsor. They're great folks. Yes. I am a customer. Uh, Maybe you just need your fluids changed, man. Yeah, Maybe no, that's, that's a great, that's a great point. I need to, a bottle of wine immediately <laughs> in my face. And then, all right, sorry, <laughs> company, question. company holiday party tonight. Joke. I will, uh, I will definitely nice. uh, get my fluids replaced. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh there, boy, there Thanks. you go, Kyle. Thanks. We're in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> um, I'm sorry to bring this up. We got to talk about last week real quick. Yeah, I don't need a breakdown of the game. I don't need a all that. What was just your personal experience like? having to sit there and watch all 60 minutes of that game. Well, uh, you know, when you guys, you guys are still a little bit younger than me. When you get older, you reach a certain age where there's a part of your body that you have to have checked out. That's not very comfortable. (laughs) Uh, man, man, if you understand what I'm talking about. So it was sort of like that. It was sort of like, uh, you, you had an uncomfortable doctor appointment. That's how bad it was. (laughs) In fact, with all due respect to everybody who out, out there who loves the game of the original game of football or soccer, as we call it in America, it was like covering a soccer game. There was not much action, not much scoring. And even when Minnesota scored, you didn't get to hear somebody scream, go real loud. It was it was that boring. It was, it was three hours. You'll never get back. Um, the, the Raiders offense was so, so anemic. They had eight first downs in the in the whole game, guys. Eight first downs, and they had zero, zero in the second half. That so is, it was not a fun football game to watch. As many first downs as punts is tough. Correct. It's a tough watch. Correct. Now, I, I can say I did look on some positive sides because I tend to be a glass half full guy. Oh. And and I said the defense played really well. Now, Minnesota's not any you know offensive juggernaut, but the fact that the defense played so well and was able to contain everybody. Now, of course, Justin Jefferson went out with an injury again early in the game. But still, if you look at what they were able to do, Max Crosby nursing that injured knee, uh, it was it was refreshing to see the defense play that bad. So lost in the three to nothing loss is the fact that they held a team to three points. Hmm. Okay. So again, I chose not to make my eyes bleed and I, I stuck <laughs> with games that actually 
mattered and that weren't horrible to watch. But um, when I'm watching this team play, when I do watch them, um, you know, we had this bump from uh, Antonio Pierce getting a job, right? But now you're on a three-game skid, and one of those games is an embarrassing 3-0 game. And I know, again, you can say, well, the defense was great and all that stuff, but, like, look at a 60-minute game, you couldn't get a field goal. That That's, to me, it's just horrific to watch, and, like, when was the last time they got shut out? But is this kind of burst a bubble on the Antonio Pierce thing, and does it open the door for other candidates to come in the, this offseason and maybe uh, sway um sway the ownership there in Las Vegas. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I think, and, and it's funny because there are a lot of people really enamored with Antonio Pierce because of who he is. And listen, I I've said it uh, on numerous shows over the last couple of weeks, I give him a lot of credit, what he did. He was the right guy for the situation because he had such a cro- close relationship. He had a positive um, uh, image in that locker room. So he kept those guys together as much as you could. Uh, but then he also has no experience even being a coordinator in the NFL. So organizing a game plan, getting ready for a game and 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 managing the overall function of the football operation on the field, it's not something he's done. So he's learning as he goes. Not his fault. He was put into that situation, but he did know what he was getting into. Likewise, Bo Hardegree, the offensive coordinator who was elevated, had never played called in his life. Is just overmatched. He doesn't really, he's not taking to it. I'll put it that way to put it nicely. And so they're, they're in a quandary now because what do you do? You're not moving the ball. You're not doing anything on offense. And I think for me being objective, I said, look, uh, unless he can win three or four or maybe all four, I just don't see even Mark Davis, who's very loyal and all that jazz to a fault. I don't see how he becomes your best candidate. Now, if no one else applies, if he goes on a four-game run and they just miss the playoffs, okay, then maybe you have the conversation. But I think it's a wait-and-see attitude. you got to see what happens first. But I certainly think that uh, the on-the-job audition is is at a point now where they have to win tonight against the Chargers, and then they're going to have to the, win uh, a couple more games, I think, for him to have a shot. I think he interviews no matter what. But uh, again, I just don't think necessarily that he's ready for that role, uh, no matter how much you like him. Scott Branson, Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. You can get that on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods talking all things Las Vegas Raiders. So it seems like at, the, at this point of the year, the Raiders are, are sitting there with a top 10 draft pick. And I think there's, for, for some people, a a... What's the word I'm looking for? A tendency to say, oh, they should tank. They should mm-hmm. like, start to lose. But I feel like this is a team that doesn't necessarily need to like try to tank. Like, I don't even know what that would look like. <laughs> I, I just no, and, and I don't mean that to be insulting, but it's just usually no. if you say a team's going to tank, it's like, hey, maybe you fake an injury to your quarterback. or you. Like, right. I, I guess the Raiders could say, oh, Max Crosby's got a knee thing. We're shutting him down for the last four games. But outside of that, I just I don't even know what a what a tank would look like from from this team. It's a good point. I I think look I understand fans know they're not making the playoffs right. So mm-hmm. what do you look forward to now? Sure. You look forward to okay we're going to get a high draft pick. I mean so it's natural for people to go that direction. Right now I think they they sit at number six. So uh so if you're sitting at number six where are you going to go? You could go up several spots. You're still in a very nice position being in the top six. Uh, Carolina is not going to win more games. Okay. So you're not going to get the number one slot that Chicago owns. So, so you, you look at that and you say to yourself, 
okay, I understand fans going there, but Max Crosby addressed this yesterday uh, when, oh, shut him down, shut this guy down. He's like, we're professional football players. Yep. I want to go out and play the 17 games I'm paid to play. And not only that, I want to win games. I don't care where the draft, let the guys in the front office take care of draft picks. That's not my problem. I'm not here to play for draft picks. I'm here to do that. Now, if he had a really serious injury where, you know, you're about to make a playoff run versus you're out of the playoffs, I could see people maybe taking the time off because they need surgery or whatever. He's not in that position, nor is anyone else. So the implication, I mean, you guys are around professional athletes. You know this. It's professional. They mm -hmm. don't want to lose. It doesn't matter where you are in the season or not. You want to win. So there's not going to be any tanking. The Raiders are still going to have a top 10 pick no matter what, I believe. And it could be as high as four. So we'll see what happens the rest of the way. You don't really have to tank to your point, Kyle. Kyle, and I would tell you what tanking looks like is that you fire your head coach, your general manager, your offensive coordinator. <laughs> you bench a veteran quarterback <laughs> for a uh, third, a third round pick. Fair uh, that. I'm just saying that that might be what tanking looks like. You're right. But I'd also say, Scott, like you mentioned, they're right now they're tied for fifth. Uh, fifth with, okay. they're, they're five and eight, right? Yep. But here's the problem. They're tied with six other teams. Yeah. So you say like like being the number five pick would be fine. If you just have the number five pick right now, that's fine. But being the number 11 pick, that's not fine. This team needs one of those quarterbacks that are going to be sitting at the top of this draft uh, in order to start over. And I don't know what that means for O'Connell or what it means for Jimmy Garoppolo or anyone else. But like in order for this thing to start over and really build, they do need a top five or a top six or top seven pick. What they can't do is slide all the way down to 11 and, and hope that there's still a player there. And, and there's even, you know, we talk about all the teams at five and eight. I count one, two, three, four, five, six, six, six teams that are at six and seven. Like you could easily go down right. to number like 14 or mm -hmm. 16. That's a lot of teams. So, my my point would be like losing sometimes is is the best option for a team like the Raiders. Although I think I, I think you're right. I don't think they are going to pull the plug. No, but I, I do think a couple things there that, that you mentioned, James. Would one is absolutely five and eight. And by the way, the Chargers they played tonight five and eight, five and eight. So without their playing, so it, it's you talk about an interesting uh, storyline, which is okay. You want to beat the Chargers at home because you're on a three-game losing streak and you want some of these guys really want Antonio Pierce to be the coach. And if he loses tonight, I, I think that's over. I don't think he has any chance. Yeah. So if they win that game tonight, great, but then the Chargers are now ahead of you in the draft. Now, they don't need a quarterback, so that's okay. The other thing I'll, I'll push back on you a little bit, man, though, is where did Patrick Mahomes get drafted? Tenth. Ten? Yeah. Tenth. Okay. So, so I, I agree with you. I mean, listen, Drake May, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, those three guys – no question. I mean, if you can get one of those guys, you get them. But uh, the draft is deep enough. I think that 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 they could be lower and do that. I do think, though, knowing what what's coming out, Mark Davis did an interview yesterday with Tashawn Reed in The Athletic, and he talked about kind of the process. And I think they're at the point where they understand that uh, Aiden O'Connell is going to be a developmental quarterback and probably a really good backup in the NFL. Mm -hmm. So they need to get their franchise quarterback. And that's a number one priority over everything else. So I think the Raiders will be prepared to, to trade up if there's partners willing to trade down. To your point, though, I count six teams that desperately need quarterbacks. So I think that, combined with your point about the records, is going to make it really competitive. So the price to move up in the draft 
is going to be really expensive. Well, I'll I'll, I'll I'll let you know. You know, you said where was Patrick Mahomes drafted tenth? I don't know if you knew this. Tom Brady was drafted 199th. <laughs> yes, I don't uh, knew that. Yeah. I, I had also <laughs> pointed out Kyle. He's the unicorn. <laughs> uh, Brock Purdy was the final pick. In, in I'm the, sorry. In what the draft? Two years. Get out of town. The final pick, Kyle. I don't know if you've heard <laughs> I <never> that. Knew that. <laughs> uh, last, last thing for you, Scott. Do the Raiders get? Uh, do we talk about Scott Goldbrands in silver and black today? Uh, uh, do the Raiders get a win tonight? You think? You know, I do. I, I I think it might still be a soccer score, but I do, or maybe closer to a baseball score. Uh, okay. But I I do just because if you look at the Chargers with Easton Stick as their quarterback, no. No, um, um, Kellen, or excuse me, I'm saying Kellen Moore. No, Keenan Allen uh, at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're banged up there. Their defense still not great against the pass. Uh, now, on the other side, though, the Raiders missing their two starting offensive linemen, their left tackle, Colton Miller, and their center, Andre James. So mm-hmm. this is the battle of two teams going in the wrong direction. One already fired their coach. The other one's going to fire their coach. Uh, so it's sort of like a loser bowl. But I do think... I think that the Raiders win this one and 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 they have to do what I asked them to do last week and they did not do, which is they just stay aggressive on offense. Yeah. Just stay aggressive, attack the Chargers defensive backfield because they're not very good. Go after them. And if Aiden O'Connell makes mistakes and he throws picks, so be it. Mm-hmm. But don't don't go laying down throwing bubble screens. Like just yeah. go out and attack because you got nothing to lose at this point. And that Charger team is reeling, so you might as well take advantage. So I mean, I guess I would call it maybe 14 to 10, maybe something like that. If the Raiders can score a touchdown, it's been so long, I don't remember. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, uh, Scott Cobranson, Silver and Black Today is the podcast. You can get that on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. He joins us every Thursday uh, right here on the Insiders at 1030. Scott, thanks so much for dropping by, man. I appreciate it, guys. Have fun at the party tonight. Oh, we definitely will. See you, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. There you go. Scott Colbranson, one of our favorite guys to talk Raiders with. Silver and Black today. That's an Odyssey original podcast. That's such a tough spot to be in as a team. I, you just made me laugh. He's one of our favorite guys to talk Raiders football with. He's the only guy, Kyle. That's not true. <laughs> He's the only guy we talk Raiders football no? That's the, that, well, I mean, that's the only person we have on our show because he's our favorite. Oh, okay, got There's it. a lot of people we could talk Raiders You wandered the streets talking Raiders football with Oh, others. my God, with just a ton of randos. <laughs> just, I got, I got, I got How about buddies. them Raiders? I got, I got some friends, not to brag, uh, but I got some friends who are Raider fans, so like. It's, yeah, it's funny, I, I hadn't really looked at, uh, you know, I, I looked at the standings and I'm like, okay, I know that they're, they're tied for fifth with all, with six teams, so they could drop to eleven. And then there's these other six teams that are all six and seven. I mean, the Rams, the Seahawks, the entire NFC is basically six and seven. The Saints, the Falcons, it's Cucks, crazy. and Green Bay are all six and seven. So that gives you like one, two, three, four, five, six, six more. So you could drop all the way to 17 if you do something stupid here. Yeah, but conversely, there's a real chance that something like five and 12 or six and 11 it winds up as a top like five or six pick remember the, the year the Niners got Nick Bosa they went four and 12 and picked second oh yeah like that th- this could be one of those years where you could have a you know bad but not not Panthers bad record okay and still have a pretty decent pick yeah because you've got Arizona you got New England um, you've got Carolina, and the bottom of the barrel is uh, the Washington Commanders. Man, they fell apart yeah. quick. What happened there? Yeah, they punted on their season. They traded away their two best pass rushers, and 
That's all true. due respect to Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne, but when you get rid of Montez Sweat and Chase Young, you're just kind of saying, yep, peace yeah. out on the season. Yeah. Yeah, they've lost four straight. I'm interested to see what they do with Sam Howell next year and what they do with head coach. Like the very obvious choice is to hire Eric Bianami, but I, okay. I don't I, I mean, don't, I, I don't know what Josh Harris is going to do. It's new owner there. It's crazy with uh with how like leading the league and passing yards still. Yeah. I mean, it just slings it. Yeah, I mean, he's been sacked like 48 times on the season already. Yeah. 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 It, I, it's I, more I, than that, right? No, I don't think so. I think he I think he's cooled off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's slowed down. Yeah, I, I that's I'm looking at I'm looking at the the NFC right now. Green Bay is in at six and seven, but then it's Rams and Seattle, Atlanta, New Orleans, like all right there for that playoff spot. It's pretty the thing, ugly. The thing about these is, I think at some point Green Bay or Los Angeles, the, the Rams version, is going to separate themselves a little bit and be a team that the number two seed does not want smoke with. Hmm. I wouldn't want to play the Rams in the first round. Okay. Or the honestly, or. <laughs> I guess I'd, I'd take the Packers over the Rams just because it's a first-time starter at quarterback, and maybe you can take advantage of that yeah. in a road playoff game. But you want to see Matthew Stafford in them in the first round? I don't. Aaron Donald going to wreck a game for you? Mm. That sounds like no fun. Oh, it's my bad. 58 sacks for Sam Howell. <laughs> not not 48. So I think the record, what's the record? 72? Ooh, who is it? Is that Drew Brees? Da- David I mean, Carr. I mean, not David Carr, uh, Drew Bledsoe. No, David Carr. Okay. Yeah, they. That's that's why going uh, being a young quarterback and going to a bad situation. Seventy six. He got sacked seventy six times as a rookie. Oh. And then fifteen the next year, in eleven games. Then forty nine, and then sixty eight. Yeah, and by that, in that point, he's done. Oh my god. Yeah. What tough. a mess. What a mess. Yeah. Um. It seems like Sam Howell's on his way to that, but dude, Sam Howell's still standing in there. Letting it rip. Sling. Good for him. I'm a Sam Howell guy now. Okay. I just like watching him play. I don't know if he's any good. I don't think he's very good. Yeah, I liked watching he's gonna uh, put up numbers. Heineke as well. Like Yeah, t- dude. Yeah, I, I was in for that whole mess as well. I, lo- I love athletes. It, not even necessarily just football players, but athletes who are like, yeah, hey, I'm probably not. I, I There's a good chance that I'm not going to be in this league in three years, and I have an opportunity right now, so let's ride. Yeah, let's go. No checkdowns. Not, not out there like trying to tiptoe their way through and just keep a job and just trying to stay on the roster and stand under the radar. Like, nope. Get guy gets ten minutes in a in an NBA game and he shoots six threes. Like, yes, yes. You go, guy. I'm in on that. That's crazy. And I think that's what Sam Howell's doing right now. And it's definitely what Taylor Heineke would do. Yeah, and you know uh, Taylor Heineke almost beat Tom Brady in a playoff game. Oh. We do have, you know, this is such a good point. He, he, uh, Sam Howell still has four games left. This is from the chat. 19 sacks is achievable and attainable. Yeah. He can go get those 19 sacks. I think that, <laughs> is that going to be our thing to root for? Yeah. I think okay. it should be. We're, we're going to. Every week we will have a Sam, Sam Howell, Howell sack count. <laughs> the countdown. No, it is. It's a thing. Where's your, where's your whiteboard? We're keeping track. We're keeping track of where's, Sam Howell's sack. Where's, where's your, where's your whiteboard? We'll, we'll it's count right this. here. We'll count this thing down. Sam Howell sack counter. All right. right. 11 o'clock is when we are giving away a PlayStation 5. All right. 11 o'clock, 11 a.m., 916-909-1320. Caller number 14 today. Okay. And that's for Max Crosby's sacks this season, speaking of sacks. All right. Caller number 14. And that's the PFF number, Pro Football Focus. They don't give out half sacks. 
So he has he he accounts for fourteen. His official number is thirteen and a half. So we just went to fourteen. Took okay. the PFF number. I'm with you. Okay. So call number fourteen at eleven o'clock. No, don't y- you. Oh. Eleven forty. What's your name? Oh no, <laughs> Kyle. Eleven forty. What's your name? <laughs> Gone. Kyle. Now we're done. You should probably stop saying eleven forty on the air. Oh, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Kyle. Hey, I'm qu- I quit, re- dog. I quit. Get me out of here. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Oh my gosh. This is the war that legitimately, bro, it's really hard. Like, I've done a lot of bad radio shows in my life. This is this is one of the my worst performances. I'm up to I'm up to we're not even out of the first half. I'm up to nine turnovers. I'm one of seventeen from the floor. I got four fouls. Coach uh, leaving me in there. Kyle, I'm here for you. No wonder uh, the person didn't answer. They're like, nope, that's not the radio station I called. That's not the right station. Dumbass. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Kyle! Kyle, just just keep going, Kyle. We'll get through it. We'll get through. Keep it. going. Talking about bad days. Wait, how you, about Draymond Green, Kyle? That's a great. Yeah, suspended indefinitely, which is what I'm going to be after that stuff. After that. <sighs> oh, Kyle! Yeah, flag on me. Yeah, you, good. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to pack my bags. This is my last segment with the with the show here at ESPN 1320, where I work. And have for months. Oh. Good God. Oh, my goodness, Kyle. This There's has been a day. Calling. Don't call yet. Don't call yet. Don't call yet. I'm going to put him on hold. <laughs> Kyle's going to answer. Hold. Hey, people on hold. If you're on hold on the phone right now, if you can hear me and you're on the phone, you're, you've are you called ESPN 1320, an Odyssey station, and uh, it's not time yet to give away a PS5, so you can hang up. Because I'm going to hang up on you and then block the lines anyways. Oh, there it is. So, in fact, you know what? I'm blocking the lines right now. Kyle, reigning employee of the month. That's a good point. <laughs> that was last month. It's a new month, baby. It's a new month. This there, goes, on. there goes my chances at uh, at an employee of the month. Kyle's taking us all down. ESPN 1320. What's your name? ESPN 1320. What's your name? Gone. Good. That's what I wanted anyways. <sighs> Kyle. Now I got Jesse texting me making fun of me. <laughs> the best part was Kyle. I did it like six times. You did it twice in a row. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, wait, wait. <laughs> uh all right, Kyle. How do we? I don't even. I don't even know how to recover from this. Draymond how, Green suspended indefinitely. Right move by the NBA, is my opinion. James, please talk. Yeah. The, okay. So uh, it it appears that uh, Draymond Green is going to get some sort of counseling. Um, I'm not sure what counseling helps you not be that type of person, um, but I think we'll start with anger management, and then maybe we go to like narcissistic school. And then we follow that up with how to be a better human being, um, how to stop touching people, like stop slapping people, stop kicking people, stop stomping on people. Um, I think there is a class for all of that, but I'm not sure what it's called, Kyle. I don't, this is my problem is I've seen Yusuf Nurkic said after the game, I hope he gets a help he needs. Kevin Durant 
is saying, I hope I hope he gets a healthy. We're on a decade of this, almost. This is not a one-off. Like, hey, man, he's really straight. It it I why now? Like, I'm glad. I'm glad the NBA is finally like, okay, you know what? Foot down, cut the crap. Let's figure this out. But where was this any other time? Well, like I said, this is not a one-off. This is not. There's a high, D- D-Lo and KC yesterday on ESPN 1320, this radio station. They were showing. There is a highlight reel. Draymond's got a highlight reel on World Star of him doing dirty stuff on a basketball court. And and to me, this is just a continuation. Of that. Like, I don't. I don't like why now. And the bigger the bigger concern for me is. Hey, what do the Warriors do about this? Because he still gets to practice with the team. So, okay, but are they holding him accountable at all? Or is it, hey, you know what? Hey, you keep being Draymond. You keep we need you to be Draymond to win. You keep doing that. Or if, are they saying, hey, just keep your mouth shut for like a week and they'll let you back in? Because that's what they did the first time with Jaw. You just keep your mouth shut and they'll let you come back after eight games and everything will be okay. And then, Maybe. and then we don't care what happens afterwards. The next time, the next time is 25 games for you, man. It That's, might be indefinite to me, said somebody in the league office was like, yo, get this guy out for the year. You had a choke, choking an opponent out. And then he came back for like eight games and got ejected again. Dude, he stomped on, on an all NBA center in the playoffs and got sure. one game. Sure. Well, yeah, of, of course. They were going to suspend him for multiple games in a playoff series. They should have, like, goodbye. The, so that was, that's what, it, yeah, I don't, that's what, what should have probably happened after the Rudy Gobert thing. But they're like, yeah, hey, no, let's just let him keep going. This is just a thing. I don't get it. It was the right move for me, though. Like, I get, it, there's, if anything, just to say, like, hey, slam on the brakes. Let's actually address this. And the NBA has to do this because the Warriors refuse to. So, yes. That's where we're at. 11 o'clock, in about one minute, the phones will open. 916-909-1320. 1-320-916-909-1320. A PS5, a copy of NBA 2K24, an exclusive Insiders hoodie that you will only own if you work here or win this giveaway. All courtesy of our friends at Jiffy Lube. Uh, he's James. I'm Kyle. We're the Insiders. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.